on dispensers of pets, poking out at the cons, renaissance fests, watch anime chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a trekking, <laughs> sit back and watch as the uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the left to F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy, It's a Fanboy Planet Podcast, and here's your host, a man who likes to hang out with the sisters, Derek McCoy! It's true, and long, by the way, I have some fiber supplement out in the car if you need a little help. okay, Derek! Thank you very much. This is Derek McCoy, Editor-in-Chief It's called Build Up. It dissolves in any drink. Uh, I have it in tablet Intestinal form. Intestinal buildup. Uh, anyway, this is Derek McCoy, editor-in-chief of fanboyplanet.com, and we are podcasting in, and I thank my producer for this, allowing us to podcast on a Saturday, a special January 30th from Elusive it's Comics so and Games. It's so sunny outside. It is. Saturday. It's going to affect our podcast. In the shop. Could you allow me to actually name check the shop it's before be you the start? New Wish it was Elusive Comics and Games. 2725 Alcumina Suite 104. Santa Clara, California. Indeed. If uh, I had a horn section right now, that would have been awesome. <coughs> Muscle wish, Shoals where, or Tower where, Power? Where, where is your horn section? Normally you have one. Usually I just toot my own. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you get it? It's funny because it's true. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and I'll, allow me to. The reason we're podcasting on a Saturday is, of course, because on uh, Wednesday. You were hanging with the sisters. I was hanging. I, I'm in Dead Man Walking at City Lights Theater Company in San Jose, 529 South 2nd Street. For tickets, call 408 Two nine five forty two hundred. I hear that's Great really show. popular. Great right show. Now with, Great show with some LA types. Uh, uh, yeah, sort of. Um, anyway, uh, uh, with me, of course, is my my fabulous announcer, keeping me off track. Lon Lopez. And by the way, I saw the show, and let me just, uh, let me just tell you, no, you didn't. very professional. No, very you professional. Didn't. No, you didn't see it. Though it is a very good show. I read show. the reviews, and it was just, they called it very professional. So thank you. Uh, Lon has trouble seeing live theater because it's awkward to get up after six minutes. This uh, is true. So they don't let you out to get snacks. No, they. Uh, actually, City Lights will let you do that. They really? Will let you, they will I'll, let you I would be that guy in. watching the theater be all, you know, like, like the name of the killer is, and is, I'd be in the back, and I then, can't get my Twix what? open. <laughs> oh, Twix problems. And of course, Shaking his head already, and we haven't even hit, what, the five-minute mark? Uh, yeah. The two-minute mark. Uh, podcast producer and moral compass. Rick Brett Snyder. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen the show yet. No. That's all right. It's professional. But I plan to. Maybe tonight. Uh, and thanks uh, to uh, Tim and the boys at the shop here for letting oh, us... Tim Watson. For letting us uh, broadcast today. Yes, Tim Watson maybe shouting in. Yes. We're Tim's only source of entertainment. We at the are moment. on a Saturday. Well, there's people here, all just sitting in silence. The three people around. Well, uh, where should we go? We got we got some comic stuff. We got some movie stuff. We got some TV. Do we want to start with our letters? We should. Okay. Well, we for, should start with. I like fan letters. <laughs> First of all, while Derek coughs, I'm sorry. Okay. We uh, we received a letter from someone who is letting me know. Uh, signing himself only as the J. However, his email, I thought it was Jay Zilla. Uh, no, that's that's part of his. Oh, email. the J. The J. Shoot the J. So I'm not sure where he's from, but we love him because he wrote in. 
Greetings and salutations, fanboy folks. I have been listening since, mm, I'd say, maybe a year or more. So semi-long-time listener, first-time mailer. What took me, you say? I lost track of time. I work third shift, and I listen to a lot of podcasts. But let it be known, I listen to three comic podcasts. You guys, all of you, always give one hell of a show every time. I just want to say that. Forgive me for never opening my internet-spattered email to you guys. You deserve a few accolades, and to be quite honest, I feel bad for never saying great job. Oh, we do have a name. Name's Jason, and I am a loyal listener. The J. And another thing, I hope my grammar isn't too bad, but I know it sucks from time to time. What's worse, what worse is English was always my best subject. It should be what's worse, Jason, not what worse. He said you weren't going to correct him. And here Derek is an English teacher. Let the red ink flow, tears will fall. Hear the lamentations of his women. Thanks for giving me something to laugh. (coughs) I'll, I'll finish it. Thanks for giving me something to laugh to. We love Lon the best. And think about on darn rated PG near all my favorite subjects. Updates and jokes be damned. You guys rock. Well, thank you, J-Dogzilla, Jason. I have a reason to go on living now. Don't mock him. I do. No, No, I'm curious. What I want to know if Jason could write us back. And this is one thing we never ask people. They always go, oh, I've been listening to you, listening to you. Where do these people hear about us? Tell us where you heard. How did you find about? Us? Yeah, how did you find Fanboy Plant? Were you just searching? Well, you it's found true because it? sometimes we hear people come into the store here at Elusive Comics Games Two Seven Two Five at Community Real Speed One Hundred Four, Clara, uh, and they say, wow. "Hey, I just started listening, and that show's really funny." And then I'm like hiding in the back, going, "Yay!" Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> and, and Steve, the Steve, the manager of the store, will t- will pass that along, or sometimes I do overhear it while we're setting up or something. I said so, a picture of you on the mighty boosh. <laughs> Poking your head up behind. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Uh, yeah. so, uh, it, it's, uh, so we do hear that occasionally that, you know, there's customers in the store. Uh, but, and I don't know how it spreads. I mean, I've heard from people, we've Word heard from mouth. Australia, we've heard from England, yes. but, you know, we don't know. So if you are writing in, just, just take a second and yell, hey guys, found you on the blank. But what I often hear is we are the most consistently entertaining. Out of the podcast that everybody listens to, and really, yeah. and really. Well, he did say that. he listens to three other comic ones. Right. He didn't say what order, though. So I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm just going to interject that he probably listens to ours first, and then sure. the other two after. I'm Once not. he's had a lot of laughs and fun, then he has to. No, he feels know, obligated to listen to the other two. Or it might be the other way. We're like the ice cream, and the others oh, are broccoli. Maybe. So he, he gets the other ones just for their straight, sheer facts and info. Fiber. And then comes to us for the fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're the fattening podcast. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't think that's going to be our slogan. You don't think that should be a no, good slogan? I'm, okay, no. well, um, let me get another one. I think our slogan should be, we make you hard into comics. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even following that one well. <laughs> did we get another letter? We did. Um <clears throat> Uh, from occasional uh, actual Fanboy Planet uh, contributor and definitely a customer of the store. And Cherub of Justice. Did he say Cherub? I think he did. Cherub. Well, Troy does have cherub? a... Cherub? Didn't, didn't you face. say Cherub? Isn't that the right word? Cherub? Cherub. Little baby angel of justice? Yeah. That's what I thought you meant. That's the kind of cherub funny. of justice. He's he does a, have he's a, a rather he does have tall a and uh, uh, he does have a, he individual. does have a cherubic face though. I will give he that. Does. That's true. He has a very very Look, warm. I, and tr- uh, Troy, if you're listening, I didn't make these racist comments. I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. What's racist about saying he has tiny s- wings? You said he had a cherub face, and look, I'm not going to go there. Okay, so you don't know where we went. <laughs> it's clearly it's just a word you didn't understand. Anyway, uh, Troy Benson writes in. I uh, the, the subject line is spoiler alert. 
Not that he's actually not that he's actually going to spoil anything, but I, I get he what wishes saying. he would have got one. Is what you're saying? Yes. This week in comics, so this this segue is perfectly into talking about comics. I was very upset when I read my copies of Justice League number forty one. Uh, first mistake. I know where he's going. Cry for Justice number six. Second mistake. And Batman and Robin number seven. That's Third mistake, one. because on the podcast, I think we trashed all those titles. No, we didn't. Don't no, mean. I like no, Batman. No. Oh, okay. They're actually all decent. At least I Cry did. for Justice is not that decent, but Justice League is, is a decent title. Cry for Profits. But the point is, there are a bunch of Blackest Night spoilers. I'm only halfway through my stack, and I'm completely annoyed. And the why? And the, black, the problem with the Blackest Night spoilers is not that it's like, oh, you accidentally read this week's comics out of order. Right. It's that you did kind of. You should have held on to a couple, a couple of weeks. Sh- you should have waited months. Because so Black wait, you're is, saying Black that DC Night is at least two months away from ending Blackest Night. Batman and Robin 7 and Justice League number 41 both take place after Blackest Night. I hate so these wait, time travel stories. You're saying that DC is putting out comics that the storylines are after Blackest Night is finished? Ramifications in the yes. And Blackest Night line. isn't finished? Right. But here we go. I understand this is, that this wait, is a wait, first. the email goes on. Oh, okay. I understand the books get delayed, and I understand that we used to complain about fill-in issues back in the day, but this is getting ridiculous. <coughs> Cough included. Bart Allen. Uh, can we get this man some water no, or something? No, uh, I've got Diet I got okay. Coke. It's just that... Uh, oh, can you top me off? Uh, you'll get my just germs. Give me a little half. You'll oh, get my germs, you idiot. Yes. Oh, Please. I don't Do want you your straw? lip on it. Okay. Ah. We'll pause. Pause for refreshment. Ah. Uh. Anyway, Bart Allen just magically showed up in Final Crisis fighting Superboy Prime because Legion of Three Worlds was horribly delayed. This is true. Bart Allen, by the way, had been dead, and his revival... This was a younger Bart Allen, though. The old Bart right. Allen died. And the explanation, I can remember when that he showed up in Final Crisis along comes because what happened to bring Bart Allen back wow. to life? And now that I've read Final uh, Legion of Three Worlds, I, it's still hard still to explain. Still don't know. I do know, but it's hard to explain. Did he come back because somebody sang a song? <coughs> yes. Sung a pretty song? Flash, Rebirth, Reborn, Reconstituted, or whatever it's called, isn't done yet, and yet Barry Allen has been running around for months. DC doesn't get all the blame. Same thing just occurred over at Marvel with Captain America. Now we get a view into a lot of the aftermath of Black as Night before that series is done. Is it really too much to ask that the next time that there's some sort of miniseries or event that companies have the actual miniseries complete and in the can before they begin working on the tie-ins <laughs> with the regular book's continuity. That way they can release the main story on a con- consistent basis. It would bother me a lot less if Justice League was referencing events in the past instead of spoiling the conclusion of the new big event Troy, miniseries. Troy, 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 <laughs> No, but that's a fair, a fair thing for it's a customer to want. It's an entirely yeah. reasonable thing but to want. But in this business, never gonna no. Do. And what's really amazing is that the cry, is that cry for justice is late. If it had been... Being produced on schedule would have had the Blackest Night spoilers three months ago. Now, wait. Here's a question, though. Do these books... Right, okay, let's say you're about to tear into Justice League, whatever number it was. Uh, 41. Does this book start with story takes place after Blackest Night? Do we know that? No, I, I read Justice League 41. I didn't read Cry for Justice 6. I, I put, put that on because my... Because if, if they had I a little... Like, money I want to burn, I will go ahead and pick up... Because remember in the old days, music. comics used to say, don't read this issue until you've read so-and-so... Do they do? Did they do well, that in this? They one? usually do that if it happens in the same week. <laughs> well, but I'm just saying, back in the day, there was a little bit of a courtesy. What happens yeah. in and now there uh, is there at least a courtesy for two issues in a row? Vixen is complaining that my Justice League is falling apart. Roy's already had his arm ripped off. And oh, I thought all, that was a and, euphemism for something. And we else. fought all these zombies and blah blah blah. You know, and it really is just right. doing all this. Like it's all over. 
They're they're organizing their new team. Recovering. They're recovering. Batman and Robin number seven. I won't spoil because it's actually it's an interesting. But no, but, concept, but but that so that thing didn't happen, right? There, I mean, or what I mean is there's, there's nothing no, saying there's okay because no. <clears throat> I mean you would think if they could at least put one of these one little tag on like as a consumer you could go oh. Well, but I'll save this issue. The unspoken and I'll compact here has been that you can read your comics. You can read all the comics you read in a week and not get anything spoiled. They only do that typically if another book comes out at the same week and you need to read one before the other. Not necessarily. No, I, mean, I mean, that's seriously. And when they used to do that in the it. 70s, one of the, the reason was you'd say, like, don't read this until, you, until you've read such and such. It was like a Spider-Man, X-Men crossover. Because it was trying to get no. you to buy the other issue. Sure. Right. But that's what this whole it, the whole crossover event thing is, to make you buy other no, comics. Because, but today in today's market, when the crossover event is the actual best-selling title, you know that's not the, you know, whoever's buying Justice League, chances are, I'm going to go with a 99% certainty, they're also buying Blackest Night. Okay, but if you're putting out a book that's two months... Or, you know, it's before yeah. the, the conclusion. But is that fair to say, right. now wait two months? Well, Pay your three bucks now. I'm just saying that as a, as a consumer, you wouldn't get spoiled. You, know, you wouldn't have the story spoiled if it said, this takes place after Darkest Night or Blackest Night. I'm not disagreeing with you. Because then you can just put it aside, read other books. But this until... is such an obvious editorial screw-up. No, I know. But how do we it fix it? Planned. Do we just complain? And... If, it, if they had planned this, then yeah, they would have done. They might have done something like this. This obviously just was not planned. It was not. Over, there was no oversight on the publication of So the customer suffers. And it, yes. and, and it happens consistently. And as Troy points out, it happens on both sides. Sure. Marvel does it but too. But it's a simple fix. You let, know who let, doesn't have this problem? IDW. Oh, there. Uh, image. Because no one's reading their crossover, <laughs> so it doesn't really matter. Mm. Uh, you know. By the way, yes, Image has had a company-wide crossover going on for about three months, and apparently if a tree falls in the forest and Eric Larson doesn't write about it in his comic book resources column. It didn't make any it sound. Did, yeah, they just didn't. Yeah. Uh, what? I, know, I just I love the fact he goes what to <laughs> I went a little I went a little zen to see if I could throw a lawn off. It worked. Um so and and, zen? and, yeah. and speaking of that, uh so Troy brings up it happened in Marvel with kind of the Captain America reborn thing. So uh I haven't read up to date on that, so have you, Rick? Have I you finished won? it all up. So you know what's going on? So give I'll, me a can recap. I, can I sum it up in a song? Me, have you read a recap? It? Are you gonna sing? I'm gonna sing it up in a song or sum okay, it up in a song. Because you know what you have a sweet voice. Black is back. Captain America's back. No, I don't know. That's pretty much all it is. What the heck was that? You ever heard that song? Yeah. Okay. Anyways, Cap's back. Wait, you're telling me that Rick's heard something? Cap is back! Okay. Hit the sack! No, I don't know. Whatever. Okay, so tell me, Rick, please, seriously, what's going on? Basically, they resolved the whole Cap unstuck in time, brought back. Red Skull tried to take over Cap's body. Cap fights him in in the the brain world that they're both in. Yeah, and, and at the same time, uh, Winter Soldier Cap is fighting the the Skull. We've got to come up with a better. Can we just say Bucky Cap? I know you don't like saying Bucky, I, uh, Cap, Bucky I, Cap. I think he's gone beyond Bucky but or okay. Winter Cap. So Winter Jimmy Cap. Cap. I like Winter because James Winter or Shiny Cap. How about Jimmy Cap? Corn? He's Shiny Cap, and oh. I don't care. So Jimmy Shiny Cap is fighting uh, the the Skull. I was there. I followed you. The Skull. No, Jimmy Cap Barnes. Jimmy Cap, Jimmy Cap Barnes and I don't care. Oh, Jimmy Cap Barnes and I don't care. Because <laughs> that's how I feel about the character. My Marvel's so, gone away. And so, in one issue, basically everything you thought was going to happen happens. You know, Cap, Cap wins on both the mental and physical level. 
the skull may be dead. Was there a scene where somebody... Are you really, really a, fooled by that? No, there's, actually, there's two things happen in this. I'm going to spoil the next... Uh, so if you don't want this spoiled, go ahead about two minutes. So... <laughs> are you going to whistle? <laughs> no. So... Um, do you, do you mind if I spoil? Yeah, no, 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 no. Go I've read it. Okay, so um, you know the, the the skull's daughter, sin, um, sin, sin, gets uh, gets caught in a backlash of electrical fire. No, it's pretty much she was just collateral damage. It wasn't even electrical fire. They just fired all. No, that no, was kind of my there's complaint. There's a panel where she is screaming and she's got she's all getting this burned. electrical. And by the way, right. why didn't Marvel it, just call that character evil jailbait? Yeah, <laughs> well, they gave her, her her breasts have been developing over this period. Well, she's yeah. aging a little she's bit. She's actually a year. Mouth. I was very clinical about that. Um, <clears throat> breasts, are and so she uh, she ends up uh, horribly aching, heavier, horribly disfigured, looking much like her father. Oh crap! And I suspect that in that flash of fiery electricity. Those his consciousness, his consciousness has gotten into her. Oh. Consciousness just travel around so he, easily in no, the Marvel his, universe. His jumps all over the place. He was in um, Zola. So this is sort of the, like the, it suddenly became the Mackenzie Phillips story. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps. Now um, I have a question because I didn't read the whole series, but I, I caught. I read the last one. Was there a scene where somebody was like? Come on, Steve! I know you're in there. Fight it. That happened in Fight this it. issue. Fight it! You can. Okay, maybe that's what that was happened on. in this issue. I'm just saying. Even when Lon reads all the pages. I'm just saying. That was Sharon Carter on the in chained right. up. And but anytime there's like a, a you know a, a struggle or somebody's battling in the mind, it's like I know it's not you. I know, Fight it! I know you're you in win. there somewhere. You have yeah. So I know you're I would, in there somewhere. And, Jimmy Cat Barnes and, 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 I, oh. and at the same time, the the skull I has think the we may have a have has, a viral movement here. Mm-hmm. Has the uh, line. Yeah. It's, that's impossible. You can't possibly be doing this. It's like, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. you can't possibly be occupying the Red right. Skull. We did get to see a uh, Sharon actually accidentally shoots the skull with oh, a, wait a, a weapon. Minute. I have to get the issue. You keep talking. Accidentally shoots okay. him with a weapon that makes him grow <laughs> into a giant Red Skull who the Avengers are outside and they all have to take him down. It was Seriously? Seriously. <laughs> But it's just like Sharon Sharon Carter hasn't had the best luck with guns lately. <laughs> it's like she shoots Cap with with one that kills him, and somehow he gets unstuck in time. When he gets finally gets landed, and she picks up another gun and makes his makes his arch enemy fifteen stories. Do you high. remember the days when you'd shoot a gun and someone would just, just die? Like, yeah, Does anybody bang. remember laughter? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I had one awesome complaint about the end of this book. Is that the right book? Yeah, okay. I think. So after the resolution, there were alternate covers. There were alternate covers. Okay. (laughs) So after this is a visual, so it's gonna be terrible for the podcast. But I just have to show the boys first. So it's after they're throwing Cap a party. Uh He's right before he's nice art though. Hold on, I'm gonna show you this. Okay. Yeah, that's part of the thing. So Cap's collect. Steve is collecting himself before he goes to the party, and he has a tender reflective. He has a tender moment with Sharon. Sharon Carter, before they go down mm, to the party. Agent 13. Now, I'll try to describe this. Oh, you're talking about the hand, right? Mm-hmm. No, I'm talking about this where basically, what's he say? He says, God, you're beautiful. And will you look at the picture of Sharon Carter and tell me, is that the worst drawing of Sharon Carter that oh, could have done? She has a cat face. She looks like the Joker from The Dark Knight. Yes, uh, God, you're beautiful. Well, thanks, mister. And by the way, they say, 
You know, and here's the thing. No, but I'm just saying, look at that panel. Well, I know. God, you're beautiful. And she's like, why so serious? You know. <laughs> well, thanks, mister. But here's the other thing. Is he says that, God, you're beautiful, and they don't even, look, and I know, I've got the, you know, the drama teacher thing. Um, all this, God, you're beautiful, and they shake hands. Are you coming down to the party or not? They don't kiss? That's bad. It's, well, off, it's the, off screen. The They go off together. They take off time because sure. in in Cap One Sixty Two, which is the first issue after this sequence, it's, it's still winter. It's still a shiny Cap. Okay, and and okay, and so the question is: in in Cap One Sixty Two, which Batman villain does Sharon Carter resemble? She is <laughs> probably Catwoman. Shell, do you want to know how I got these scars? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I'm just saying when you when you're making a panel that's supposed to be so. Yeah. Like, you know, poignant. What? Oh, 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 he's going to be the, hey, that's so they could just trace over the old man Logan um, thing. Exactly. With, you know. Hear that or Black Goliath from uh, uh, yeah. Civil War. Oh, you know, can we just have a moratorium on making? And there's sin now. Ah! <laughs> that's scary. <laughs> I, I don't red like that. I don't Butterface. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, that'll be your new, new code name. <laughs> Captain America versus oh Butterface. It's the Red Skull's daughter, Butterface. Because <laughs> her breasts have been developing quite nice. She went from being called Sin to Butterface. <laughs> She's very intimidating, Butterface. <laughs> I actually had some respect. Well, for that's the, fact the intimidating part. They were trying to draw her as a young, as a young woman, almost prepubescent. You did have the whole you mean jail. Sin, sin. Oh, I wasn't complaining about her. No, but 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 over the last couple of issues, they've decided they didn't like her flat chested, and they've been drawing her more. I, I wasn't really. Pay- I was paying attention more to the story. Well, I know you. I, are. Think I she heard was, you about yeah, last lies. Uh, she was de-aged. I think that was the thing, and that's why I said she was like evil jailbait because Crossbones was still sleeping with her. Right. It was sort of like. But the, he is a villain. I know. It was still like the Ravager uh, or the Deathstroke, the Terminator um, thing with Terra. Look, comics are fantasy. If yes. you can't have a little statutory rape in your comics, then where are you going to get it? I don't know, and I'm not <laughs> going to. <laughs> you're not, you're not. Moving on to the next one. As far as as far as far a six-issue miniseries what? to bring back a character, it was kind of was like could have been done in three and out. I mean, it really was. But horribly drawn out. Three and out is harder to sell as a trade. I sure. mean, and that's the reality. Well, three then, and put, out? then put some more story into it. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. No, well, I mean, well, what you, book was this? You know what? I, I, I'm going to say as we just as we just ri- you know oh. sort of backhandedly ripped into Legion of Three Worlds. But I was trying to show uh, my writing partner Joe White. Hey Joe, uh, he doesn't listen. Where are you going with that gun in your hand? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I was trying to show him like what a comic book. You know how the dialogue goes out on a page, and because he's not really a comic book fan, he's an animator. And I had Legion of Three Worlds with me, and I opened that thing up, and for five issues, that thing is so densely packed. Unless it's a splash page, it makes up for splash pages by every other page that's not a splash page having like fifteen panels. Yeah, with you know all this info on each. Jeff Johns, man, it's not an overwriter because I didn't notice it flowed okay. But he's writing really dense, uh, dense comics. A lot of content. A lot of content. If you spent three ninety nine getting that flat, that Legion of Three Worlds, you got your words worth. That was probably the that was probably the most story per page 
of any book that month. Yep. You, you know, I so I've got to give give credit that that's or that quarter of that quarter that quarter. Yeah. I also wanted that to say, year <laughs> that year just to put a period on the Captain America Reborn thing. Did you feel when you were reading it, Rick, very anticlimactic ending? Uh, like I said, it, it was a very predictable ending, and I I, I don't. Well, he mind. willingly went into suspended animation. Now there's a red cap. I don't. I don't mind that. I don't mind the fact that fall of it the caps was, coming in 2011. It had like four or five pages of anti uh, of finale. Right, right. Daniel Ma. But all it was doing was setting up new stuff. Sure. Not really. Not really capping. <laughs> Watch the lights. Watch the track lighting. <laughs> I'm sorry. What you can't see is that a very large man just waved a table like over gonna, our heads. Aren't we supposed to be thrown through the table instead of the table being thrown that through us? That was guest wrestling analysis. Adam's not the brightest of our <laughs> <laughs> contributors. Right. He gets a little reversed. So, uh, so yeah, I, I thought... I just thought it was weird, and this is part spoiler alert, but I think we're still in the two-minute mark. Um... But I just thought it was kind of weird. That <laughs> a strange definition of two minutes. Well, that's why I'm announcing the spoiler again. I just thought it was weird that when the heroes broke out or whatever and got hold of the system, then they were like, here's giant Red Skull, fire everything at it. And then like in like three panels, Red Skull gets hit with all these missiles and he's dead. Yeah. So I was just like, really? That's it? That's but it wasn't, that wasn't Red Skull's plan. He, 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 that was, he was not planning on being made dead. into the biggest target in town. Well, the, well, <laughs> yeah. well so I have what? all the power in the world, and <laughs> oh, a giant target on my stomach. Oh, crap. Bummer of a birth, Mark Hal. Uh, <laughs> my favorite far side. <laughs> the elk. The deer. Anyway, um, so, okay, let's move off cap then. I wanted to, speaking of really dense and hard to understand comics, um, there's been this long talk. Ooh, suddenly smoke came in. Who's smoking? Somebody's outside. Okay. Uh, there's been a long... Uh, uh, Smells good. Long rumors that uh, Grant Morrison was going to take over Wonder Woman and writing uh, Wonder Woman and that DC uh, had was going to steal away an artist from Marvel and we're about to enter into a new era of the exclusive wars again. Okay. And they've got someone under contract that the second his contract expires at Marvel, he's, coming, he's going to DC. Don't know who it is because they can't say... Hmm. But apparently, that he's his first sign will be this Grant Morrison Wonder Woman as an artist. Uh, this yeah, this artist That's being stolen away from Marvel. Yeah, it's a hell of a rumor. And my, I'm Frank I'm Cho, or, uh, I'm thinking maybe David Finch. Hmm. But what about I, Cho, he does the hot women. <laughs> Adam's got a folding <laughs> chair now. Jeez, <laughs> he's finally catching on to what the meme is. <laughs> uh, Wasn't Cho on contract tomorrow? Uh, you know that's true. It might be he's doing Mighty Cho. Avengers. Ed, that's though? a really good. She, he'd be a great Wonder Woman artist. He'd draw a hot Wonder Woman. But here's the thing I want to say: is apparently gaming. They're not. They they may be reviving, having to revive the concert of the All Star because apparently Grant Morrison's proposal. For Wonder Woman is too weird for mainstream DC continuity. I find that shocking. I know. <laughs> so they will be publishing an out of continuity Wonder Woman. So I guess we are. There was supposed to be an Adam Hughes All Star Wonder Woman a while ago. Yeah, and it never came to fruition. So I think we're going to get the. All, although they maybe oh, wouldn't that be a great combo, Adam Hughes and Grant Morrison. Oh yeah, I I wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> He's so conflicted. <laughs> I mean, how hard is it to do Wonder Woman? She's a chick with power. She fights Nazis. There you go. You First got a comic. Off, Grant Morrison's Wonder Woman is a man. Yikes. Sort of. And like, does like shows in like San Francisco and stuff? Or? Mm-hmm. Let's Not move as bad on. As the, 
Not as bad as the Tangent Universe one that Peter David wrote. You know who oh, would yeah. write that one? Josh Dysart. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'd like to point out, as much as we, we love Josh, he's actually, truthfully, not allowed anywhere near the mainstream DC Universe. Oh, that's too bad. So, uh, moving on, we've got the Troy's thing, uh, and the, oh, oh we were going to say also with the, the spoilers, um, this week in comics on, uh, for the Blackest Night Things, DC's having this really big problem of they are putting covers on that are spoilers of the last page. Oh, yeah. I'm having a real I'm, issue having, with that. I'm having trouble with, when they say, in this <laughs> issue, so-and-so, right? And he shows up on the last page, right? But in, in this case, it's the, that is exactly what happens, right? Jeff Johns in Green Lantern number 50. Who, Wait, can we pause you for a second? Yeah. Usually in the old days, wouldn't they do like a foreboding figure, like yes, blacklit? Right. Guess who's back? back? Yeah, and like someone makes a startling return, and or you're like, "Ooh, a, I gotta find out who." Or there'd be a banner with no image that would just say "so and so in this issue." Right, you know, right. in this issue, yeah. someone dies or yeah. something. Jeff Johns, who I've long credited as being a master at building the tension and and creating a last image of a cliffhanger that always makes you go, oh, crap, what's going to happen next? i got to buy the next issue. Right. He's really good at that. To s- put that on the cover is just... We can spoil this because it's on the cover. It's on the cover because it's the 50th issue of this of Green incarnation La- of Green, Green Lantern. Lantern. And the previous incarnation of Green Lantern, the 50th issue was when... Hal became Parallax. Hmm. This is Hal Jordan we're talking about. Hal Jordan became Parallax. This is the spoiler. To fight the Black Lanterns. No, to fight the Spectre. To fight the Spectre Black Lantern. Spectre, yeah. Who I thought had already been taken care of in the Phantom Stranger, but that's okay. Could have been. I think they're trying to they're they're trying to sever the connection or something. Right. So to fight the Spectre, how because the only thing the Spectre ever feared. feared was Parallax. So that's the cover. Is Parallax is back, and yet it's so beautifully laid out and set up of like, oh my god, no, he's not going to do it. Oh, I mean, I'm not that Don't dramatic. Don't do it, Hal. I can't be that dramatic now. No, I know you're in there somewhere. Uh, <laughs> Black is back. Parallax is back. And it's so neatly scripted and so well drawn. And it's like, that would have been a great story. I would have been like, It would have been no a shocker ending. Like, it would have been, yeah. no way, if it hadn't been on the cover. Yeah, and I'm really disappointed by that. Whereas the Phantom Stranger, or the thing I'm liking about all these revive books, is when I see those covers, I'm like, "Ooh, Adam and the Undead Hawkman, awesome!" But I have no clue what the story's gonna be, so I'm cool with that. Sure, you know, I, the cover teased me, and I went in and I was surprised. Conversely, this week, Superman Secret Origins cover with the with the Christopher Reeve Superman and the new revamped Kryptonians, uh, his parents, like. And nowhere in the story do they actually appear. Once again, another editing staff. Yeah, so the other the other side of it is like, don't give me a cover that doesn't deliver Delivered. any of what it promises. Except yeah. I'm buying Secret Origins anyway because it's well written. Although, Jeff Johns is falling into a trap that, and I think this is just storytelling uh, concept now, is that everything has to be related. Instead, of, So in the, now in this version, Lex Luthor is directly responsible for the parasite. And I and I don't like that. I like I don't like that every villain is responsible from one is spawned from yeah, one supervillain. It does seem to be a uh, kind of a I'm not a I, sad way of rebooting. I, I don't think it's I don't think it's um, Jeff John's fault. I'm going to say I think this is the way it's like it's the Hollywood thinking 
creeping in. I hate yeah. that. That everything has to be cinematic. Neatly tied there's into one, a bow. There's one evil person in the world who is actually causing <clears throat> all the rest. Right? There's yeah. the root. Um, Kick-Ass. Kick-Ass is back. Is, okay. the mini- is the miniseries finished? This end book one is how it ends. Okay, well, so he's got a series of miniseries. Okay, go ahead. Uh, tell, so Did you, you read it yet? What issue number? I think it's eight, maybe? I ha- I've, eight? Not, I've not read it so yet. So we'll have a nice, neat trade paperback in time for the movie release? Yeah, you will. Okay, um, well, I, and I don't... Look, that's great marketing. If you want you to know? talk about it, I'll go off. No, I'm pr- I won't give any major spoilers. I just wanted to say that this book really turned around for me. Because in the beginning... Uh, I did not like the first two issues, and so I, I did not read further. Well, it wasn't so much the issues. It was the premise. It, it, it wasn't true to its... It was Hype true to the premise. original. Yeah, right. And so part of me kind of said, oh, I can't read this because it's it's false. It's a false. It's a fallacy. Mm-hmm. But then after a while, I just started going, well, if I just read it as pulpy fun and try to take it that way, then it's mm, then it actually pulpy fun. Then it delivered. Yeah. And so once I started and plus the thing is, I, I love John Romita Jr.'s art. So, I mean, anything he draws, I can I can enjoy. And so once I got past kind of the, the silly story and. Let it exist in its own world and not take it for what it was hyped as was existing in the real world. Kind of like comics. Well, yeah. I mean... Well, it just blew my mind. But basically, this final issue has the final showdown, and it de- it delivers. And it's fun. It's yeah, it gruesome. Around, it turned around for me right about the, the, the betrayal part of the story. Right. Then, well, that's was, good to hear. I, actually, could I borrow your issues? I didn't buy it. I got a preview copy. Anyways, um, you no, brought mine, but I could have to go back through like nine boxes yeah, to find. Okay, I, I'll find other ways of doing it. Just Thank wait you. for the trade. I, I may because the thing is, seeing that trailer was something I want to see that movie. Yeah, uh, and I. Well, here's the thing too. Though. Here's the one thing that will I'm worried about. I'm worried that the movie can't even come close to what the comic has done. Hmm. Whereas I almost hope it would because... You know, I, I I disagree with you just from what we've seen so far. That whole scene with Nicolas Cage... Oh, that and, was great. And, and, I'm, and, I'm just and talking the about the violence. Thing. The violence, though. Uh, well, I, I'm thinking that movie... I actually think the storyline in the book is actually pretty slender. Sure. There's not a lot of depth to the storyline. It's all about the events that are occurring. Mm-hmm. And I think that the I think the movie actually has a chance to reverse. And I'm, I'm going to say I, I don't think that it's going to stand. And it, it, one is being directed by a British guy who's uh, by Matthew Vaughn, who's kind of doing it independently. And this is the thing, it yeah. is really independent. And that's kind of the cool part. Like you really. And we're not going to. And, and I don't think anything's going to pull back from how disgusted I was by the Hit Girl character mm-hmm. because that actress Chloe Moretz, I believe, is her name. Yeah. Um, She's a little older than the actual hit girl in the comic, but she's also in the the American remake of Let the Right One In, Ooh. the vampire thing, the Swedish vampire film, so or Danish vampire. Film. I still need anybody have a copy I of that? Seen, I, I haven't seen see that either. Um, but you know, so I'm like, here's a girl that apparently has a lot of gravitas to her, uh-huh. like how Kirsten Dunst was, who unfortunately was... did not pay off on that gravitas when she grew up. Uh-huh. But as a kid, Kirsten Dunst was like. She was a really good actress as a kid. Yeah, and and um, but I will but say I think, this: I think the movie looks to me like it's going to have a lot more depth than the actual Maybe. comic. Did. Right, but see, here's the thing: where to me, I think a lot of the people are enjoying <clears throat> Kick-Ass because of the just insane, off the wall violence. 
you know, this gruesome kind of gritty. Okay. I mean, dude, the comics are brutal. I mean, yeah. you know, issues are ending with just everybody's oh, the face tortures, is all the torture yeah. scenes and you know, yeah, and that's I've got to read this. But the thing is, though, like for the stuff we saw at Comic Con, they showed that whole scene where Hit Girl first makes her appearance and uh-huh. basically goes through. The guys and in that issue, that was a brutal, bloody yeah. that was actually, series of pages, and that was the well, issue that's where that I lost stopped. me. That's right. the issue. That but I'm just saying, in the film, not as gruesome. I mean, it's gruesome. Yeah, but there's not as much blood, unless I mean, granted, I saw raw footage. Actually, what lost so. me, and that was actually Jr.'s um, art because I did not, I did not think you can't slice a head off. That, well, that but that's that's that pulpy s- fun though. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's that's when I can. But you can on camera. I mean, because that's ninja. Well, assassin. that's the thing though is they didn't. And the thing is, and she's taken in that whole. This is a spoiler alert. Uh, she takes on that whole room, but in the comic she had two ninja swords. Mm-hmm. Right. And this one she has like a giant staff with blades on the ends. Mm-hmm. Right. And it didn't get nearly as gruesome as it did okay. in the comic. Okay. So that's right. my one kind of fear is. They're going to pull if back. If they could just take this... I mean, you got this movie. You got this movie with a little girl who is going to chop people up and kick ass. And I think that's your big selling point. And then if you tone that back... Now, granted, you know, there's certain you know movie standards you have to have you know in order to get an R rating. Sure, I understand that. But the whole selling point is... You had a girl called Hit Girl, and you're, you know, it's some, and, and that's the great thing about movies. They show things you don't always see. So right. a little superhero girl killing a bunch, you know, eviscerating uh, all these different people. That's you the know. dichotomy. She's a little girl, right. and she's going up against these big guys, but she's the f- fierce one. Right. She's the absolutely disgusting one. Right. And yeah. and so so that's my kind of take where it's like, I wasn't, I wasn't fully a kick-ass fan. But if I'm gonna see that movie, show it all. Give it, give it all to me. Show me Grindhouse. You know what I mean. Give me, you know, just make me feel uncomfortable, and I might enjoy it. You know what I mean. I might sit there and be like, God, I felt really dirty watching this, but it was cool that I got to see it. You know what I mean. So I think that's my one fear for Kickass is that you know it won't hit all. You know, or maybe it won't live to its hype. However, advance word on the thing they've showed it at Buttonamathon. Uh, Harry Knowles's uh, thing or whatever, and early buzz is that it's awesome. So, or at least you know, cult awesome. So, cool. We'll see. But I, I, you, you've been collecting it, right? Yeah, I've re- I'm, I'm up to date on all reading it. Yeah. I, when I say it lost me on two, it just kind of I, I didn't like the fact that it so obviously abandoned the premise. Yeah, of this is what it'd be like. That was for my a problem to be too. A superhero, and yeah. they, I said this is what it's like for a kid in the superhero universe to be right. a su- superhero with. All the violence that would occur, right? And that's fine. I mean, uh, so but you're definitely going to pick up number eight. I already have. I just have. Oh, read. okay. So yeah. it's it's a fun. What's funny is is to me it was probably the most fun read of the whole book because it ties it all up. It's it definitely stays true to its theme, um, you know, and it's definitely a Mark Miller style. Yeah. You know, clean up, and I really liked how it 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 uh, wrapped it all. You know, it wrapped itself up. Keeping true to the theme of what was Kickass's? What's his real name? Like, uh, but anyway, so the main character. You see the pictures of the of the kid uh, in the movie now. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. With a big head of hair. Yeah, he's got the big bushy hair. You know, I at first I was kind of like, do I care? 
Does it matter what the? I mean, I figured it's a teen. You know, I have a feeling that that uh, Big Daddy and Hit Girl are going to steal the show in the movie. Well, they pretty much stole the comic. I mean, yeah. that's. I mean, I mean, just at one point, it's not even up another level anymore. Up yeah. another level. I mean, the scenes, those scenes with the two of them together is just like oh, that scene stuff. where they're testing out the bulletproof vest, <laughs> like, or when Classic. she's saying she's saying what she wants for her birthday. All right, so, right. Like, oh yeah, yeah. No, I mean it's it has. I, I'm excited to see it because. Has potential, and we're bleeding over. And that's okay because comics and movies bleed over like crazy. Because uh, it was announced this week, Samuel L. Jackson, who we already know is in comics movies, and of course you say the the Big Daddy thing. It was Nicolas Cage who wants to throw himself into everything. Yeah, well he has to now. The guy's hurting for money. Yeah, but Samuel L. Jackson is teaming with Boom Studios to write a book called Cold Space. Oh, I love that band. <laughs> Look at the stars. Okay. To create. <laughs> To create a uh, a character he can play in movies when because that nine picture deal with Marvel isn't enough for him. Right? Yeah, you got. Well, I mean, those future. are cameos. He wants a movie, he can you know? Right, and as long as his wife keeps shopping, mm-hmm. he's got to keep working. My wife that's, likes to shop, yeah, mother. That's right. mm-hmm. Yeah, that's well. right. That's what he said at, at Comic Con to, yep. mm-hmm. uh, to us personally. He did. We, we were, were there. like this close. We were this close, yeah. and he was a little uncomfortable about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I ain't talking about no Nick Fury mother. <laughs> yeah, so, um, well, that's a really lame <laughs> Samuel <laughs> Jackson impersonation. As long as you get the mother saying <laughs> it, it's okay. I think the South Park guys are doing better jobs at impersonating celebrities than we are right now. Uh, nobody listens to us for us, our impersonations, okay? So. Oh, Can you okay. do Billy, Billy Corrigan again for me? It's weird. No, okay. okay. So. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> you said Billy Corrigan, but I think you meant Billy Connolly. Connolly, right? Connolly. Oh. Right. That's, that's, right. that's too that's weird. Tr- that's strange Germanic. You knew what, you knew what I saw. <laughs> Anyways, what do we got next there, D-Man? Uh, well, there was... Uh, Marvel's right. got uh, the heroic age coming. We had an image uh, released this week and actually posted on Fanboy Planet. Sadly, I've been so busy and done so few postings that uh, Rick um, didn't know that I had... I could swear I looked at it. An awkward Michael Goodson-like confession. I know. We all do. And unfortunately... I look at your page at least once a week when I update it. That's that's good. Thanks. And I follow you on Facebook. Thanks. Thanks, Lon. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Uh, which reminds me, of course, we do have a Fanboy Planet Facebook page, so you can be a fan Chill. of Fanboy Planet. Okay. Oh, well, we should. The Heroic Age. The, the Heroic, Heroic Age. Age. All you have to do is search for Fanboy Planet <laughs> in that <laughs> box a, up in the upper right corner of Facebook. A new Heroic Age with everything very bright and shiny. And everything's back and in And a new Avengers again. number one. Not to be confused with New Avengers. There's a new Avengers, Avengers number, number one, one book. Mm-hmm. Uh, the image that came out, we're kind of assuming, is the lineup of the Avengers. Uh, some interesting choices, if it's true. So, as it's a big team. What well, were the, what's the, what was the team again? Well, if you if you cut out the to just the flagship characters, like how how Rick had done this, you put the left hand over it, and you've got Thor, Captain America, Iron Man, and Spider Man. Okay, the big guns. Then you go to the left. And you and, cover the right hand side. You go with you your right hand, and you see all the characters that no one really knows. The Beast. Oh, he, ex-Avenger. The, the Black Widow. Yeah. Uh, she's a, um, I think they're all ex-Avenger. Gorilla Man? <laughs> yeah, Gorilla Man is not an ex-Avenger. Oh, no, he is. Because what he is is one of the 1950s Avengers, the ones uh. they don't really count. So that would work. That yeah. actually would. Um, and so who's currently a member of the Agents of, At- of Atlas, which is a cool series. Don't know how they're going to cover But what I think is interesting about putting Gorilla Man in there is, Somebody of course, get that? 
Justice League has Kongorilla, so it's like they're kind of, you know there's all these accusations of everybody copy, of the two copying each other back and forth, and there you go. Well, Kongorilla is going into Justice League. Well, who do we have that's Gorilla? Ca- <gasps> gorilla Man, and the Beast is like a gorilla. We've got two. He's a yes. Cat Man. Though. Monkeys make He's more like Cat Man here. Yeah. So uh, nothing, no information is out there beyond that. We just know it's coming. I think Bendis is working on it. Um, it's been a good week for Brian Michael Bendis. We'll talk a little bit about that later, but. Um, yeah, so this is all we know about the heroic age. Yeah, uh, we do know that Marvel's. Oh, gonna, it's shiny cap. Oh, it's shiny cap. That's it's right. Jimmy Cap Barnes, and I don't care. Mm. Jimmy Cap, well, come on! I want to sing it with you every time we do. Jimmy Cap Barnes, and I don't care. Okay, we're gonna do. Okay, <clears throat> next time. Okay. <coughs> anyway, uh, that has to stick now. That's that's yeah. that's web lore right there. So you listen to the, the last show. Uh, the one we were we did? Yeah. I think so. Did you see what I threw in at the end? <sighs> I don't or know if I listened all the way to the end. end. The Ballad of Bilbo Baggins. Oh, oh I think no. I did hear that. Uh, yeah, right. it frightened no. me. <laughs> Whenever you put weird things on the end and I'm not expecting it, and like, because I'll be doing something in another room, and then like you hear the edge of the, the end of the podcast and it's quiet for a second, so you think, oh, it's over, I'm going to do something, and all of a sudden you're like, the Ballad of Bilbo Baggins, or whatever, and you're like, I'm like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> like, I to add something to that and then... Yeah. Lord, I'm coming for your soul. <laughs> please don't do Say that. Say that again, please. Lord, I'm coming for your soul. That would frighten me. There and go. whatever girl is spending the night. <laughs> uh, that, that next week, uh, actually, there's been an accident, a truck accident between Marvel and This is real Diamond. life. We're not it talking sounds like about a, a good storyline. It does. Uh, where uh, Diamond is going to be forced to do allocations of uh, of their books that are ordered for this week because a, a major uh, a major amount of Marvel's shipment this week has been permanently damaged. So right. Marvel's going to have to go into did it reprints. get lost in one of those storms or something like that? No, yeah. the truck overturned and but did, like you said, the shipment was ruined. Did the truck like fall into the ocean or if something? If the truck overturns, it crumples the you know the back. If you, you know, and, oh, so, and it so it was actually like destroyed like, or yeah. crushed. So uh, they've been destroyed. So uh, it means that Siege Number Two, the latest big Marvel crossover, reprints. Is going to be, it, it, it's going to be second printing. If uh, you can get a copy of Siege Number Two first printing, yeah, hotcakes. They're going to be allocated. Every store is going to get less than what they. It's almost like Marvel planned this because there's suddenly going to be everybody's going into stores saying there's going to be fewer of these you have supply yeah. and demand. Mm-hmm. Yes, so. I, you know, something to just uh, be aware of this week. Maybe like a Marvel assassin took out that truck. Oh, maybe DC. Maybe Diamond. Brian Michael Bendis. What of a hand. Oh. So, um, also this week, it just sort of because people are saying it's going to impact comics, is Apple made the big announcement of the iPad. Are I, people saying that's going to impact comics? Uh, yeah, actually, because then it, it, it would be about the right size to be carrying around. You mm-hmm. could do a full-size comic. And space. you know what's funny? When I thought about that, remember when we had Sean Becker on and he talked about, I don't really like like bringing my laptop into the John. Well, you can bring your iPod in, or iPad into the John now to read your web comics. So. Set it down next to your... Well, no, you can hold it in one hand. Do your Well, eh, you probably wouldn't want to touch the pad afterwards. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I don't know. Screw so that idea. I turn to our tech guru. Are you in any way excited about the iPad? Okay, so first off, I'm not sure if the resolution is going to be high enough for the average comic to be displayed on the page use and flash. still be readable. And it doesn't have flash. There's a Aren't whole most webcomics flash? Uh, 
No. Most okay. webcomics are just pictures. Mm. PDF. Marvels, well, no, most of them are just pictures on web pages if you oh, actually okay. go to real web comics. Mm, you're right. You're now, right. when you take comics to, or you take a paper comic and you make it like Marvel's digital stuff, there's a post processing that goes on where they actually prepare that for the reader. And it so that it moves around pages because even I mean I have a big screen monitor at home, high resolution, run sixteen by mm-hmm. whatever, and I still have to zoom in and out for the text to be readable on a lot of pages. So maybe I'm I'm just saying I don't think you've got the device where you're just going to be flipping pages on your comic book the way you had. And if it's not that way, it's pretty much the same as any other laptop. For yeah. reading existing comics now, if somebody starts writing comics for the iPad, which mm-hmm. frankly they've done that for the iPod and they've done it for uh, the Droid, the idea that that the iPad is somehow a new delivery device for comics is no more than it would be for a new delivery for a newspaper. The form factor is um, okay, but it's not perfect. It's not a big enough screen mm-hmm. to really to get the same resolution as you get off paper in a display device. So, and the other thing about it is, uh, ten hours sounds like a lot, but when you think about when was the last time you recharged any magazines or books, the Kindle can go for a week without being recharged. You can read for the whole it, week. And how long does it take a Kindle to recharge? An um, hour or two. Okay, see, so, yeah, that's reasonable. Yeah. yeah. So, and you you just uh, basically, if you're going on a trip for a week, you can charge your Kindle once and have it be good for the whole week. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, if you're using if you're using the iPad to do your your comics and your new and your music and everything, it's going to drain out really really mm-hmm. quite fast. And with a bigger screen too, huh? All right. In my opinion, it's more like advice you're laying around in your living room, maybe on something that charges it while it's sitting there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I'm not looking for it to be a breakthrough device for comics. Okay, good analysis. Thank you. We go to movies. I thought now. you were going to do Brian Michael Bendis, or is that later? I was going to do later. Oh, it's been okay, a good week all right. It's actually a movie I'm with thing. you, man. It's a movie thing. Actually, it's been announced that um, going back to the very beginning of Brian Michael Bendis's career. Oh, I heard this. His I first think. graphic novel, a two-issue thing, and I, I've read it. It's, it was it was good. Uh, he went back when Brian Michael Bendis actually did his own art too. Uh, is a book called Fire. Fire uh, about a col- about a college student who gets recruited by the CIA to be an assassin. Oh, that's original. And then realizes that he's being targeted for assassination himself. Oh, that's original. And it's been announced that he is, uh, yeah, it was Gotcha, I believe, in, with Anthony Edwards in the oh, 80s. Oh, it's like everything. I mean, yeah, you've but, just been burn noticed. I don't know. So. Uh, well, but the thing is, he wrote this 15, 20 years ago. It, it, it was the, really the beginning of it. He was nobody. I don't even remember who published the book. Uh, Agent Cody Banks. <laughs> it might have been image. It might have been an image book or uh, image or owning. Have you officially been diagnosed with threats or? No, I was just trying to throw out ideas ADD, that ADHD. had the, the teen that was you know drafted by the CIA or something. Sure, but do you think I could maybe get from the beginning to the end of a point in less than five minutes? Sometime? It was more just uh, you know underneath like a supporting topic. T- consider it like a ticker underneath your story. You he's, know what I mean? He's the crawl. I'm the crawl underneath. Yeah. Fire! Don't, 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 don't. Okay, go ahead. Brian Michael Bendis. Anyway, Zac Efron is going to play the. Oh, lead that's in right. Fire. So, uh, it, it, Bendis has been hinting for weeks that he had a new Hollywood buddy, and apparently it's Zac Efron who wants to give himself some dramatic cred. 
and being in an action film and not a musical film involving teenagers. <laughs> you know he's going to bust out into song. I know. In it's totally. It. Well, fire. I mean, how can you not with the thing like fire? Mm. It's, uh, it's flaming. It's got an exclamation mark. It's flaming. Exactly. Zach Avron. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yes, I went there. You know what, though? What? I, aside from his creepy look, apparently everybody likes his acting and say he's a cool dude and he might be the future of movies. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. He's definitely got a growing fan base. No, you know Avatar I mean? was the future of movies. Come on, you can't. I meant like stars, the future star. You know? hey, well, I, I, you see creepy look. You think he looks creepy? He, he looks like he's had like plastic surgery, and he's only like in his twenties. So he's like too slick for you. Is that well? It? it just looks like he. I don't want. I don't I want him to be like in, Heidi Montag. I think you're I mean? intimidated by his handsomeness. I'm more intimidated by his abs, but those are natural, apparently. So yeah, well. But it's just that when he like that little hair curl cover that goes over his forehead, and then it looks like he's just his face doesn't move. He looks like a like a surrogate. You know what I mean? So I do know that because I watched surrogates. Right. This weekend. He looks like Get a replicant that. or something. You know? Okay. So. Oh, that's interesting. So uh, maybe he's a cyborg. I never thought of that. That explains him being able to do the perfect dance moves and singing at the same time. That could be. Well, I, I thought golly. I just thought lip syncing would be. I thought the that was just called talent. Eh, nobody I has that anymore. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, what is no that? Su- well, there's no such thing. Everything's just made in Hollywood. Okay. No. Yeah. It's all about looks. Um, and and so uh, also we can say in the Hollywood movement on comic book things, due to the success of Sherlock Holmes, elementary Guy Ritchie, who was going to direct Lobo, has decided he's not going to direct Lobo now. Well, what's he going to do instead? Because he's going to make Sherlock Holmes too. Oh, not I, a real you know, I'd be Sorry, more Lobo. About a Sherlock Holmes two movie. Myself. Mm-hmm. Did we ever figure out who they were talking to to play Lobo? Because that would have no. made us more disappointed. Yeah, I know it's hard to say. Uh, Matthew McConaughey. I didn't say that. For the record, <laughs> I just wanted to be known. I did not say that this time. So all I right, think you could pull right, it off. All right, you <laughs> bastards. Um, so, uh, also a really bizarre out there rumor since Mark Webb was uh, going to play, going to direct Spider Man four, five, six. Now there's a rumor floating around, and apparently he's been asked about it and saying he'd be willing to do it. Uh, that he would choose Joseph Gordon-Levitt. No, to be I've Peter heard Parker. I've heard that rumor too, and everybody's well, he's dis- too old. He's yeah, everybody's too old, dispelled but it. But people keep asking about it. They're going so go to go for that kid. Who's the the singing sensation now? It's named like Jeremy Beaver or something like that. What's the there's a kid like there's like a Disney Channel kid or something, and his name's like Jeffrey Beaver or oh, Johnny no, Beaver. Oh, I did hear this too. The, the guy who's a, the oldest son on Wizards of Waverly Place. Mm. Oh, uh, they should just go straight Jonas Brother for that for Spider Man. Get Nick Jonas; he could totally do it. Uh, I think he's too handsome. That's the they thing. Could is, nerd him down? No, Nick. No. Because then think about Nick's it. Nick's a dream. Then think about it. He's you, got those thick eyebrows. You wouldn't be able to watch any part of Spider-Man like Peter without Gallagher. hearing screaming. Yeah. You just imagine <laughs> watching a movie like, <laughs> Well, I mean, the time would be right because apparently there's rumors, by the way, that the Jonas Brothers are going to break up. It's about time. Well, because Nick Jonas youngest, already has his own band. The youngest one, right? I yeah, guess. Yeah. Has, his own, has his own band, which is apparently getting uh, every, really good reviews. Every successful band has to break up. Why? For the reunion tour, it makes tons of money. Yeah, the reunion tour is where the money really yeah, goes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's now band, it's, it's even worse. And now it's just a business plan. You yeah, know what I mean? You know, the Jonas Brothers. Now we're in our twenties tour. You know what I heard though? <laughs> Steve, I heard that Steven Tyler is going to play the Green Goblin. So we'll see. Huh. Uh, Remember the Audis? No, I don't believe though. 
Okay. Uh, oh, oh, I get it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> anyway, let's talk about the big thing when I walked in here to the Veronica Gomez. Or, Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez is Mary Jane. Let's go ethnic. Sorry. All right. Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm just trying to think of. Isn't there a care? Isn't there a former girlfriend of uh, of his? Or I'm thinking Nightwing. Nightwing's oh, had a couple of Latinos. You know who they get? Shark Boy. He can play Spider Man. Oh, he's a little old now, though. A little old and buffed. Yeah, because he's got, he's got other movies coming up too, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. And, he, and you know, I mean, I think where Taylor he's Lott- too good looking. Where too. Taylor Lautner's going to go is that uh, he's he's got the kung f- the martial arts skills. He's probably going to be like a Steven Daredevil. Seagal. You know, put him in some kind of Steven Seagal type movie. He's going to be an action star. I do think he he may turn into an action star because he's not. But he's got to grow though. He's so tiny. Well, so he's what? so little. And so cute. what? So's Tom Cruise. True. You True. know, and that has to stop him. Yeah, I so, don't know what young up and coming actor they could get as Peter Parker. I, I don't know. There's some talk about a couple of British guys that no, are in their 16s. No. You know, I think they should go for an unknown. Because I'm a big favor of unknown. Are you a big favor? Are you a big favor of unknown? Yeah, I, I want. Uh, I want to explore a new actor. That little Mexican that kid from Modern Family. It's a little awkward. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> Spider Man. He would be very polite. Very <laughs> polite in the role. You know, Spider Hombre. <laughs> um, anyway, when I walked in here, you guys said, Have you seen the Losers trailer? So, um, and then we watched it. And then we watched it. The Thanks to the the miracle of your computer. Indeed. A trailer for the Losers, a movie that was announced like a year and a half ago. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, and the big thing was. I have a question. Was the comedian in Watchmen. I originally heard. It was, wasn't it supposed to be directed by Peter he can't Berg? Do it. He can't do it, can he? No. <laughs> you oh. get through the first I know. clause in the He doesn't even realize. You made me think of it. Was Peter, I made you think of something? Did, did Peter Berg direct the Losers? Because I thought he was originally touted to be the director. Uh, I don't think that was the one he was touted to do. Um, maybe. Maybe. Let's see. Let's pull that up on the magic of the internet. Why don't you vamp awesome. for me while I'm pulling okay. it up? Okay. Uh, the Losers, based on a Vertigo comic, correct? Yes. Uh, from DC Comics. Rick, you've read it, right? Yeah, I've read it. Give us uh, your thoughts. I haven't finished it, but it's a great... Uh, it's nice because it's DC repurposing the title The Loser. It was originally a World War II comic about a small patrol of you know the loser company. Well, what's the basic premise of this The story basic line? premise of this is you have a bunch of guys that are doing black ops, and they learn too much. And so the guys that are running them decide, now we've got to get rid of them. So they send them out on a mission to get them killed. They don't get killed. They figure out what's going on, and they declare war back against the agencies that have been controlling them. I feel like I've heard this story before. Isn't this that movie coming out this summer called The A-Team? No, the A-Team, I don't know. if that's, Was that really the, the premise of The A-Team? No, but the premise of the movie looks like a special black ops team that yeah. gets, you know... I think you've got the same frame kind of thing. Frame for a crime got, they didn't commit. You've got a, bunch of, you've got a bunch of characters. You know, you have really oddball specialists, in, and especially in the losers, maybe more than in the A-Team, although that's a, that's a But don't we think that's pretty weird that this, this summer we're going to have two crack black op teams that were screwed by their handlers and now they're fighting back now and the argument online too which i've read is a lot of people looked at the losers trailer and went oh it looks like a better a team you know so and they're probably right yeah so i don't mm-hmm. know so did we find uh, the info okay so peter berg wrote the script really but he is not directing it oh. there's a guy named sylvain white and don't know him. um and then what we were saying uh, here we went and got the trade paperback and so it was the first six issues that apparently it's following, but you can get actually volumes one and two together in a in a twenty dollar trade paperback. So two basically essential two trade paperbacks 
the first two in that series. I think it's like six. For 20 bucks, um, which is cheaper uh, than it would be if you bought volume one and two separately. Individually, yeah. And it does have the, this is the movie poster that is the cover. It's a major motion picture. Which is the the artist named Jock redrew uh, an image of his characters to fit them as the film, the actors playing them on film. Yeah. So, um, very so, smart, very cool uh, story uh, the comic was, and it looks like the movie is just taking amping that up a little bit. <coughs> the trailer yeah. was hip. Yeah, the trailer was I, hip. It looked like a movie you really want to see, uh, and uh, I like seeing these kind of obscure because I realized this week I had of the DVDs that came out this week, um, I had three that were basically based on graphic novels that no one was quite aware. You had Surrogates, uh, Whiteout. I haven't yeah. watched Whiteout yet, and uh, and the girls in Saint Trinity, uh, Saint, Tr- Saint Trinian School for Bad Girls, b- based on collections of of blackout comics. Surrogate, you know, arguably a much better trade than it would end up being a movie. Uh, that may be. I, I I don't think that's arguable. I think that's probably. I think that's just out and out true. Yeah. Um, because I I not to skip ahead too much of the TV stuff, but you know I did write a review of that as well and put that up. And said the thing is that it was a concept. With, that raised a lot of great questions, and uh-huh. I would like to see a surrogates television series mm. or a mini. It would have been better to do a miniseries. You can explore the social impact right. instead of tying it to a, a murder. murder mystery, yeah. which is almost you know you can call it's the, like a gimme plot. You know, you can call the the killer within the first ten minutes. Yeah, and and did you know? So it's like that part was tired. Exploring what the impact on the society, sure, and then it doesn't have any time to do that. You just have little glimpses of. That's true. The incidental parts in that are actually more interesting than yeah. the uh, and, and kind of like iRobot. Wasn't that kind of iRobot's problem? That it was basically a murder mystery movie. When what was more interesting were the robots and how they. Yeah, well, yeah. always is, and that kind of so. I mean, why a book or a graphic novel is uh, is a better idea. Hmm. iRobot, the movie had almost no connection to the original sure. source material. Except a vague connection to trying to do the, the Caves the, of Steel um, plot. Yeah, which wasn't part of iRobot. Right, right. Even though, yeah, there were robots involved. So, um, you know, yeah, not to get too deep there, to jump ahead too much business, we're on Circuit State, though. Bruce Willis does actually do a pretty good performance. And he's the only actor that you can really tell he's trying to make a very distinct difference between the way he looks. What and, are you as a robot, yeah. surrogate, and what are you as a human being? So. <coughs> it's hard to believe that Bruno would be, you know, complimented on his acting, but no, he's often delivered interesting performances. No, I, just, I mean, I'm know, a fan. Yeah, I, I like him. Sometimes he's Willis. Sleep. Yeah. Oh yeah, Unbreakable. Uh, I don't really Can like we not bring that? I like him. No, 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 no. M Night Shyamalan. No, no, sucks. No. You know, so we we the answers we're going to see the losers, and I guess that does put us to TV. So you know. Uh, surrogates. I'll be back next week to talk about Whiteout, um, which both surrogates and Whiteout, you know, were given bad reviews. But Twelve Monkeys. Good. That's fine. I'm fine with that. It's Terry Gilliam film. I'm good with that. That's good. Yeah, just I'm just like talking about Bonfire of the Vanities. I just don't like M. Night Shyamalan. By the way, did you realize that the, one of the reasons Mel Gibson stopped acting for a few years was M. Night Shyamalan um, criticized him? <laughs> what? Really? Said he wasn't subtle enough for an M. Night Shyamalan film for signs. You mean the one he was in? <coughs> You mean the, the movie that had the worst premise ever? No, I know blaming? the happening was the worst premise. The ever. Okay, that was okay. The second worst premise, where I actually, I actually, aliens, uh, Lady in the Water. No, I'm just saying that aliens that have come up with interstellar travel, but yet have a weakness to water, and land on a planet that's seventy percent water. Yes, 
Brilliant! Thanks, M. Knight. What's a twist? It's weird. Wait, that was just way off. So. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's too weird. It's too weird. Um, let's go to TV. So, uh, also go. coming out on, D- on DVD this week, just want to give it a shout out. Now that the uh, Magic Mailbox is not delivered, Zombieland. Which is, of course, awesome. So I just want to point out to people. That's this week? Next week? It's coming out this week. It's I'm really I'm curious as to how well that will stand up to second or third watching. I enjoyed the movie a lot, but I was thinking about it, how much I wanted to get that DVD or watch it a second time. Uh-huh. I was like, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I think Woody Harrelson is likable enough to where you might enjoy it. There are parts of it that I I agree. I mean, I certainly would rewatch the stuff with... um, Here's my biggest problem with Zombieland. I've said said this, I think, when we first reviewed it, and nobody said anything, and it's bothering me, is how close it is to the zombie survival handbook that uh, Max... uh, Well, yeah, but I haven't read that, so I don't know. No, but I'm just saying the fact that Zombieland's based on a guy who goes by rules... Mm-hmm. You know, basically rule, survival rules that basically are the same as Max Brooks's stuff. And Max Brooks hasn't sued. I mean, nobody's really said anything. So I just kind of I want to give Max Brooks his props because that zombie survival guide was pretty popular for many years. And mm-hmm. no, like like one of Max Brooks' first rules is cardio. You got to be in shape and whatever. First rule in Zombieland, cardio. You know, so I was like something going, this is a little too convenient mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. anyways i like the movie i like woody yeah so we'll uh be looking to get it next uh tuesday when it can comes i throw out. in a quick uh, dvd review absolutely one that i got and i'll try to have written up for both our sites that'd be great because you know, we haven't mentioned this for a while by the way people remember that lawn edits moronlife.com as this well we haven't talked about that in many weeks so if there's any newcomers check them out there there's some funny stuff up there uh i got a preview Even when i'm not in it i got a preview copy of season the complete first season of everybody's favorite show during the 80s small wonder remember that one anyone vicky the robot Anyways, um, I actually do recall watching one minute of it. <laughs> That's it. That's as long as you could last. Flipping in, in the middle of the show and going, "I'm okay." Oh, this must be a small wonder. And the laugh track was so intrusive and obnoxious oh. that I turned away and went, "It wasn't funny. Why were they laughing?" You know what's funny is is okay. <laughs> just a quick review of the DVDs. Uh, the re- the the quality of the actual like e- episodes. They've gone back and cleaned it all up. Crisp and clean. Looks good. Packaging is top-notch, good graphic design. Uh, not a whole lot of extras, um, but the shows, like, you know, they're fun. It's like, yeah. it's kitschy nostalgia, excuse me, nostalgia. And, uh, you know, I watched like three or four in a row, and uh, I got some laughs out of it, you know what I mean? So, it's it's cheesy bad, but for the 80s, it was, you know, it was trying to be like a sci-fi. But also a, a perfect, uh, <coughs> easy thing to get a, you know, a child actor to do because children do love to do that monotone robot mm-hmm. thing. Hmm. And that's the one minute I watched was that's what she was doing, like, oh, I will, do, you know. But on the flip side, the the kid who plays the little boy, must he was total, like, showbiz kid because he's got, like, all the funny lines, he's got all the delivery, and he hams it up just like a... You know how like those the little obnoxious actor kids, he just was one of them, and but he nails all his parts, and you're like sitting there going, "Wow, this is so cheesy, bad." But the the kid's doing his damnedest, you know, and it's pretty. Good. I, I should bring one in next podcast. Let you guys just and check it out. And that kid was the young Justin Timberlake. What was it? no, I don't know, but he was similar to that. So he's the young Bruce Willis. But uh, yeah. 
But yeah, overall, just in case nobody knows what the hell I'm talking about, it's a seri- It's a little sitcom about a guy who invents a robot, basically a cyborg girl, and they keep her in the house as a member, of the pretty family. much a surrogate, yeah, daughter or cousin. Vicky, I think is what they call her. So. We talked about this last week, and I said it was a ripoff of Living Doll from the sitcom. Oh, that's right, you did say that. We Which talked about that, and then the one other person who remembered that was good. Yeah, that was you. Damn it! I've never seen it though. Huh. Well, but I'll bring in some you small have, haven't wonder. you? I've seen it. I was, uh, I was very. That show made you a man. Didn't I was it? very young <laughs> at the time. And don't I, they have living dolls now that you can purchase for like a couple thousand dollars? Yes, uh, about twenty actually. Oh, nice. Ooh, I wonder if they have a Julie Newmar model. They might. They're I think you just, custom make just them. Stared off in the space. I'm sorry, there for I just a while. went into Derek Land. Um, I wonder if you send him a picture of like an ex-girlfriend and if they could like make it look like that or something. Um, let's not pursue this because all the things that are coming to my mind are like, I can't say this on the air. I don't want to say I can't, this. Maybe I can't have you anymore, but I, I can no, have my it. living doll. Stop it. I'm just, I was just channeling Michelle Saman. I had and a couple of things there, and I, I just don't want to go there. Um, <clears throat> Metal Men appeared on Brave and the Bold last night. They did. Or, yeah. On Friday. On Friday. Well, last night for me. And it opened with, who? if you're going to do the Metal Men, what's the villain you're going to bring in? Kemo. Exactly. First scene, Batman fighting Camo. Wait, okay. why Why the Metal Men and Camo? Because that's their arch enemy. Yeah. Camo oh, really? Is, yeah. I thought Camo was a Flash villain or something. Nope. No? No, he's a, a giant, giant robot that's basically the dumpster for all yeah, these chemicals. a giant glass from. container, man-shaped glass container full of, <laughs> com- of chemicals. Because that's what you alive. use. And that's why awesome. he And why he's a great Metal Men villain is because then he can, you know, he can melt any metal. Nice. So. It was chemicals against it's chemicals against metal, and they <coughs> brought in a bunch of gas guy, a gas created. Can I? T- I came to a realization about Brave and the Bold. I wanted to talk to you guys about. And we'll go back to the metal okay, man okay. thing. But I realized the reason I like was it so much. Was there a period in your sentence there, Rick? I, I thought um, you were done. I was just start. <laughs> you said chemo. I. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Finish your thought. My bad. I thought you were done. I'm go sorry. Ahead. We can't get a noun out. Can we get a verb? That's go a complete ahead. sentence. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't know. Go ahead, Rick. The, the, the Metalman story was serviceable. It was nice. They had all the characterizations of the uh, Metalman done right, and they did the classic Metalman. The Metalman. The Metalman. You're saying it like they're a Jewish family. I'm trying to Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I think I'm talking fast because I'm afraid Lon's going to jump in what? on me again. Yeah, I know. Okay. Uh, so the Anyway, so what I was thinking. <laughs> sorry. So what, what was intriguing about this was they reminded me that they had had previously one of the pre-show episodes that ended with Starro showing up because this mm-hmm. was another one of those where um, – you want me to spoil it for Wait, you? What was the last one? Because I kind of remember that. Uh, but I can't remember who the main uh, team-up was. Oh, it was, the Blue, it was the Reach. It was the Blue Beetle one with the Green Lantern Corps and Blue Beetle when they, they did um, – they actually really did – delve into the origin and kind of the the uh, final crisis blue beetle plot things. right that um, had starro in it at the very beginning challenges the unknown on right. dinosaur Island. oh right and they all got taken over by, and it's by right. to be continued nice and so this was a continuation over with it coming and basically taking over atlantis Outstanding! Exactly. Oh wait, not outstanding. Outrageous. Oh what? Outrageous. Uh, yeah. So including. I love how they made Aquaman into Lionel Richie. Anyways, go ahead. Including the what's the the dolphin's name? The uh, dolphin? fluke or flu? Flute? Fluke? That was fluke. That was what he called it. Dolphin. Yeah. Aquaman saying, "Oh, fluke, my dolphin, come, come, help me!" And and the dolphin goes around, and it's got a star on the front of it too. So. Which, 
Starrowood. Yeah. yeah. So they take over, basically, Atlantis taking what over. What they say? Starro lives. Starro lives, yeah. It's creepy. It was a little and I wonder which star they're going to do because if you've been aware now in comics in the pages of Legion, they've revamped Starro. Well, this Starro has a herald. Well, well no face or something. Yeah. Right? Well, what they've been a sa- faceless herald. Well, what they what they've said now is that um, is that their Starro the Conqueror actually is a biped, human shaped, and all these little stars have been heralds of. The real Starro the Conqueror, who we've never seen until now. Hmm. Okay. So the the forty or so years of continuity with Starro Star being starfish, starfish. Here's what I think: still a slave of someone bigger and badder ass than that. Do you think they're using the Starro setup to create? Because wasn't the Justice League fighting the original Starro at least in a revamp? Yeah, yeah, it's a big. So do you think this is like their way to lead into a new Justice well, that's League? A, well. Oh, I think that they've been established. Because they've already, already showed a Justice League. They've already been yeah. established. Now. There's a Justice Society. They mm-hmm. did a JSA episode. And there's the uh, JLA satellites up there. And then I'm also... And I, on the Sidekicks episode, they did show the JLA. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And I really, really dug... Uh, did you see the, the Detective Chimp crossover? Yes. Was, oh, that was funny. <clears throat> that was awesome. Like, but the use of the villain... Let where me he go, finally talks at the end. Let was, me go back there. Because the use of the villain is False Face, who was on the Batman TV series... But the false face they used was actually the obscure Seven Soldiers of Victory villain. So these guys really know. They're digging. They're digging deep. I mean, again, we cannot stress enough. We love this show. Yeah. And if you're not watching it, you're a fool. This is not a show that was written by guys who said, okay, let's go out and buy a couple of issues of JLA and Batman and we'll do a show. They've, they've been back in the archives. They are harking back. Yeah, yeah. They are. It's, it's great. It's so now great. can I get to my point? Yes. So I realize the reason I realize the reason I love this show so much, aside from all the cool references we've all talked about, is this show. And I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. Hasn't gone into anyone's secret identity. You know what I mean? Batman is Batman the whole time. Not once have we seen Bruce Wayne, I except when we were the kid. Except when yeah, he was okay, a kid. Yeah, I was going to say. But you, you've episode. not seen adult Bruce Wayne, have you? You haven't seen Batman no, without his mask. Never seen Batman without his mask. And that's why I uh, have seen Jaime. Yeah. They've shown the Blue Beetles. Right, but not uh, Green Arrow. No, they've not shown all of them. And Green. Aquaman's kind of hard, but I'm just saying that... Wh- <laughs> it's just funny as hell. They did show E.L. O'Brien. But that but was for was his origin. origin. Yeah. yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no... They, they don't bog the story down with Batman having to have a double life. And if he's, you know, grappling with, you know, struggling with this turmoil, he can just be Batman for 30 well, minutes. I'm going to say, sadly, for our... What I think, yeah, you're right. What makes us, uh, what appeals to us about superheroes, maybe, is that I don't care. I mean, I do care when I read a story. I want to see the Bruce Wayne stuff and how does that interact. But when I see a TV show, you're absolutely right. I just want to see all thirty minutes of it, Batman kicking ass. Streamlined, yeah. And I love yeah. that, and that's and why if you're I love a little the kid. Show. That's all you want, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. There was one other part of this that I liked, uh, which was the Aquaman using a power that he rarely uses the water sword the water he able to form stuff out of water make water hard and he, he makes, does not actually have that power okay well then okay the so new water, the, this is mira's power isn't it's it it's mira's power right but he used it yeah it, uh, and mira was already under control of starro they do have a mira on the show yeah yeah well actually you know he may i take that back now with when they had that fresh water yeah his, he didn't have a hard hand. water hand he had a hard yeah. water hand so right. he was given uh, the pow- but he doesn't. He obviously doesn't have that. He's not that Aquaman. In Aquaman the show. can make water hard. He does. He can. He has. He can it's do called 
Ice. He did oh. it. He did it in this show. <laughs> Outrageous. Again, well, like, and, and and he and this is the first show to make Aquaman actually interesting to give him a personality. I don't know. Well, I mean, he is interesting. I just don't know if I love him yet because I'm so attached to the old Aquaman just being kind of a boring milk toast kind well, of guy. Well, I mean, what? Because I, I like him as a supporting character. I wish they could have found a level between milk toast and Falstaff. Yeah. <laughs> That was a Shakespeare reference. I, I mean, got you should re- Have you read Henry the Fourth, Part One and Two? No, Henry the Fifth, just Part uh, One through Three. The Merry Wives of Windsor. What's that? The Merry Wives of Windsor. You I like that? I think I've there's, met a couple of there's them. Wives. Yeah, there's wives. Yeah, there's Carl Diggers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I had a Merry Wife of Windsor oh, one yeah, time. I'll bet. Mm-hmm. It's a delicious sandwich. What's next? Uh, Dollhouse. Oh, Dollhouse. I'm gonna use the restroom. So. <laughs> And I'm the only one who's seen it because uh, Mario's not here. And I haven't seen it, no. So, Epitaph 2 came out. So you remember well, we talked about Epitaph 1 before. Yeah. Right. So the Epitaph 1 was only available um, online or on the DVD right. or Blu-ray. Right. So people who just watched straight up broadcast never saw Epitaph 1. Right. And they decided – the last, last, issue, last episode, they – did one of those everything comes to an end or does it mm-hmm. because they had a resolution to the problem they were dealing with over the last previous couple of episodes mm-hmm. and then they said 10 years later <coughs> and things have gotten very bad in the world because they hadn't really resolved the problem mm-hmm. they were trying to resolve so if you hadn't watched epitaph one the the final episode of dollhouse was Probably a little hard to follow. Okay, and I'm—I've already warned off a friend of mine who's been trying trying to catch up on it, not to watch this one until somebody else. Until well, they I wouldn't. I'm going to catch up. I've—I've I've seen the whole first season. I have only watched two of the episodes so far this season. And you watched Epitaph One. I did see Epitaph okay. One. Good. Yes. So, as as a whole, a good wrap up for the series. Very much wish it had been plotted for a two-hour show because they did so much and it was so interesting what they were doing with the characters this 10 years later with the way some of them developed developed in one direction and another direction and the world in general this was a follow-up to joss showing the networks how he could put together a cheap but effective science fiction episode Mm -hmm. and i think they did it again with this one I wish that they had taken more time. It was a mm-hmm. really good finale for a show. Um, had a little twist at the end, just a little bit of a twist at the end. Uh, highly recommend it. And as a, you want a twist on your end? Okay. As as, don't touch me there again. Sorry, as, I just came by and I heard he wanted a twist on his end. So. I know. Mom. But as a wrap up, uh, as a wrap up, there aren't too many TV shows that have actually <clears throat> done a fixed number of series and finished the storyline usually they just kind of run out lately we've been getting a few more where the director writers have been able to have known they were going to close up and close up shop and they they haven't they mostly been joss whedon stories (laughs) shut up (laughs) yeah um no not not really because serenity well serenity Serenity got a movie but serenity did not get uh the notice ahead of time that's why they had to do they did the movie and um you could argue that uh, that uh, Angel was kind of a cliffhanger ending for the original TV series. You know what, though? I, that's a that's an interesting point you have there, but I don't think so. And in fact, that's why I was disappointed by, okay. after, by after the fall. Is it, it was it was you're right. It was a 
an ideal ending. It's like here, here they go into the fight again. You can imagine whatever is going to happen. I'm going to slay a dragon, yeah. and and to me that summed up what the themes of that show was. Yeah, but I and that just goes to to storytelling in general. And there's two schools of thought, and and why it's it's in my mind personally this week because I I showed an an old um, uh, adaptation of an F. Scott Fitzgerald short story, Bernice Bob's her hair. Um, yeah, I know you don't know that, uh, but it was on the. It was like on what? PBS. The He's American, thinking of the version that was the American Hustler sh- films. Uh, on PBS. There was an American. We're not talking about that. Uh, the American short story masterpieces, or whatever. There was a series in the seventies on PBS where they filmed short stories, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I mean, it's just kind of a cute little story about teens in the in the nineteen twenties and all that. You know how little has changed. Blah blah blah. And my students kind of said. They didn't like the ending because it didn't really end. Oh. And it did to me. But, I mean, that's the thing That's the thing is what I like a story. Well, that's a short story form. But they said it, it didn't Ooh. have what happened. They were so, like, and I realized we, we've, we, as a society, we've moved to this idea that you've always got to know closure. what happened next. Yeah. What's the closure? And what I loved about Angel ending, as much as I didn't want it to end, was that was the kind of anywhere I get to imagine now. And I don't really dis- disagree with you. I'm just yeah. saying that. I, know, I understand it. For, for that episode, yes. <laughs> I want to just for give the, our, our, in, our intellectual credibility here. Okay, go ahead. For the whole, um, and then what, long. the whole series that he had had for the last season with the law firm and what was mm-hmm. going on, I thought that that plot line was just an incredible mismatch and didn't really come to any. Should have gotten closure. I didn't have a problem with them actually going off into battle at the yeah. end. Yeah. So, except for Lauren leaving. But then, like, if you leave it, dead. but yeah. if you leave it open ended, like, say, a Star Trek, like Star Trek never had a finite ending, right? No. Well, I mean, they tried to do the original with, series. Though? Uh, the original series never did. Because, right. No. So it ended, just whatever got canceled. And but I mean, just the lore of that world there, well, has lived and on forever. There's a reason why a lot of series used to not get finite endings, is because then it made it very difficult in syndication. They wanted, uh, in particular, Brad, uh, <coughs> for that was in the '70s anyway. That was for the Star Trek. They they had this thing where they called it the sandbox. You had to leave the sandbox the way it was when you came into the story. Nobody could die, or whatever. So you didn't have to. There was no order to the episodes. Right. So you just told good stories. You just knew that it was. You know, Shatner was a little heavier in this one, so it was after the previous <laughs> yeah. one. Oh, that must be third season. Yeah, um, it's good not, to be at Starfleet. And I'm not really even sure what which television series. I mean, not miniseries. Television series changed the game. Well, all the other Star Treks after that had. No, I know, but it, but I'm not. Talking, but I, I don't know what series did that make no. the difference where somebody was successful and everybody started saying, "Oh, you've got to tell, you've got to establish got to continuity." Because if you watch any cop show. Like Mannix or Ironside. Well, it's case by case, and that's yeah. more conducive to a. But weekly now, even series, if you do right. a weekly series, even a cop show, you still got to have this. They build, you know, Kinda, like sorta. like Criminal Minds and stuff doesn't really do. But yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I had a quick question back to Star Trek. Was there ever aside from Voyager? That's the one with the chick captain. Yeah, has there ever been a captain? Janeway. Has there ever been a captain that wasn't a total lady killer? Yeah, like, Avery Brooks. Avery, you mean for Deep Space Nine? Benjamin yeah. Sisko. He I thought he was a total... No, he was yeah. mourning his wife. 
Okay, well, that's different. But, I mean, he no. could have got some ladies if he wanted to, right? Well, Picard I mean, wasn't really a lady killer. He had a couple he of... Crusher. He crushed he it. Had, he, killed, he killed a few ladies. I'm just saying, wouldn't that be funny, though, to have, like, Andy Dick as, like, a captain or something, and, you know, and just not ever... Oh, I'm not good with the mm, ladies. Oh. No, that would be a sexual harassment lawsuit <laughs> yeah. waiting to happen. <laughs> right. Can you imagine Starfleet All the green suit? chicks getting their <laughs> pants pulled Starfleet down. Starfleet with a sexual harassment lawsuit. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Which we can now experiment with, because is the Star Trek online game um, open, or is it still in beta? I think it's still in beta. Okay, we got to check that out, because... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that'd be um, hilarious. That'd be, like, that'd be an awesome like side comic to do, like Captain Kirk sued for, you know, Starfleet sued. Oh, your captain uh, slept with all our green women. <clears throat> I so. think you've got a skit going there. Let's do it. Yeah. And I know somebody who does a mean Shatner. Doesn't that mean, like, taking a... Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Only in the past tense. Oh. Tim, not, didn't you take not, a wicked Shatner a couple days ago? <laughs> no, that's not taking. It's, I didn't you take. It wasn't, it oh. was a, it, what? No! You don't give a Shatner. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I, got, I don't give a Shatner. I got a Nimoy, if you'll pardon me. Um, mm. so. Oh, I'm just hoping it'll end soon. <laughs> okay. Yeah, what do we got? We almost done here? We are done. Thank was, God. I think it was... Thank heavens you put a classy little button on the whole thing. <laughs> Somebody, I didn't, Rick said he took a witness, he does I a might even, shit. I might even call it a doing. Uh, <laughs> I know, I know that Derek at one point was hoping to play. I do do a mean Captain Shatner. Captain Kirk. And, and, uh, no, he has the uniform. He's I don't have the, the uniform. I know I you have it. the uniform. I don't have the uniform. Oh, was that latex paint? Oh, sorry. Sort of. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> anyways, we I had to shave for that. I got to take a wicked Shatner. Okay, so. <laughs> hey, all right, I'm gonna Koenig. Okay, so um, <laughs> don't you have to Takea Shatner? Oh, uh, oh. <laughs> I mean, might as well. Right, go completely over the line. <laughs> Takea Shatner. <laughs> if you have any compliments, comments, commentary, complaints, write to editor at fanboyplanet.com or sandpaper. At fanboyplanet.com. That's for me. Any special words of praise and encouragement to Lon Lopez? You know what? And I'm a little disappointed in Sharnold because he apparently now anymore. he's got like a movie deal or whatever. He's working on his movies and stuff. And he doesn't write in anymore. No, he doesn't. I wrote, about us. I wrote to him last week. He got a reply. Well, he, what did he say? That's a personal thing. Hi, I'm in the City of Angels. I talked about the fact that I was born down there. And, yeah, we talked. We chatted. Well, you you know, saying. what you tried to do, Lon, is why don't you reach out yourself instead of demanding that everyone reach to you? Well, I'm just saying we're, uh, we're Mr. talking Everybody about the... Everybody comes to Mr. Lopez. Uh, exactly. I don't reach out to anyone. Anyway. Especially after that last lawsuit. I'm Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief uh, editor of FanboyPlanet.com. And I'm Lon Lopez, disappointed in Charnold at .com. And I'm everybody's pal, Rick Brett Snyder, reminding you to... I'm just kidding, Sean. Use, use your powers, powers only for Sean. Why are you looking at me? Because <laughs> you're not saying anything. <laughs> And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com. Tim Robbins' Dead Man Walking can be seen at City Lights on January 21st through February 21st. For more information and to purchase tickets, 
go to http colon slash slash www.cltc.org. Iron Man, or no, not Hulk, it's Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, Mike's alive, Beast, I'll bring it up, so, no, I'm going to guess before you bring it up, okay, okay. go ahead, I can't remember, no Hulk, I, yeah, I, I meant, didn't, I meant Thor, from left to right, Gorilla Man, Black Widow, The Thing, The Beast, Hawkeye, Captain America, the Bucky version, um, Thor, Spider-Man. You mean the Winter Soldier version? The Winter Soldier version, yes. I like the Bucky version. Uh, Well, there is a... Don't they call the new Nomad Bucky? No, it's Nomad. She was Bucky, became Nomad. So they keep him Spider-Man. I thought they'd lose him. Yeah, I don't like him as an Avenger. I've never thought he fitted as well. But if this is to be the family-friendly Disney lineup, that makes sense. Sure, because kids want to see him teamed up with him. This is—it's one of these great pictures, right? Where if they want to crop it, they crop it there. Uh huh. It's like here are the movies you want to see. Exactly. Here are the characters we wish you cared about. And I wish we had, and they wish they had control of. But I just think it's funny that yeah. While I've, I've been enjoying it, so I gotta look at the. Where would I find the who's got the losers? Well, the beast. That's an interesting one because the, there's a teaser. Go to Chud, they got it. There's a teaser in X Men saying a, a beloved X Man is going to die soon, and I was thinking oh, yeah. Beast because his character's kind of been messed up. Wait a minute, somebody's gonna. Die. They just just stop doing that as a selling point. Well, they got to kill somebody before they bring Jean Grey back. They just should just. They need to open a room in the X Mansion. Maybe. Losers, losers look like a winner. Yeah. You have sound on this? Yeah. It's a great. You, you should. You should watch that. Let's watch it together. All right. Let's go. Oh. All right. I could use a little human content. <laughs> me too. I need a neck rub, but not for me. Oh, Female. Oh my God! Is it the Normandy house? Left? Dude, Tim. I saw your post. So many tits last night at the Normandy house. Oh my God! So many fat guy notes. I know you were getting some, but I'm just saying that. <laughs> I sacrificed. Wait, just last night Tim was getting some. I sacrificed the possibility of getting some to actually get some. That one right there. That graphic thing that they do reminds me of some other film out here. Smoke Rings. Oh, you're right. But even the government's best. Who's the actor in the glasses? Chris Evans. Oh. Change of plans. The losers know too much. Oh. Catch, it's pretty much a suicide mission. That's not like foreboding at all. Welcome back to the land of the living. You know that if we do this, we're waging a war against the Central Intelligence Agency. 
And now you and do. Now that's Did you ever read the book? The I book didn't know great. Zoe nope. Saldana was in it. So now we go. I will watch say. anything she's in. Is she not now suddenly? She's the it girl. Things? She's the it girl for geeks. Not even for geeks. No, she's in the biggest movie of all time. That's for geeks, though. No, when it's the biggest movie of all time, everybody's seen it. You Have you seen Avatar? 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 I, I, I actually haven't. Well, then you're not a true geek. No, I'm kidding. And you haven't seen the biggest movie of all time? I really care. See? Not a geek. Oh, yeah. That's not true. This is the guy that pumped out Red, uh, Red Dragon. Is there anything else to see? Why don't you pull your mic up and hear you? One. Are you serious? We make use of this time to tune your voice. Did you realize that uh, when you in the bloopers, you left in swear words? Yeah, I often do in the bloopers. Oh. But then how do you... If you're still going to have on the same hidden. recording... We've already said goodbye, and then I leave some space. Yeah, but it's still on the same recording. I sure mean, it is. So and I'll stop at the explicit. moment we get a complaint. Oh, okay. Well, then we should just go explicit all the time. Well, then we could. I just I have to mark it as explicit. Yeah, but if somebody listens I don't leave anything, and doesn't no. shut it off I after the goodbyes... I don't leave anything really juicy in the way of swear sure, words. I don't, use sure. the C, I don't let people use the C word. There was an F-bomb last week. That's fine. That one's, not, that one's soft, and, and it, wasn't, it wasn't directed. An F-bomb? I'm just saying. If you don't want to get it shut down by the pretend... FCC. There is no pretend FCC. How do you know? They're not pretending. I said pretend FCC. You're all, there's no pretend FCC. If they were pretending, there would be. By the time I get to the credits, people who don't... Well, Yeah, but anybody that listens on iTunes... Anytime you look at iTunes, though, it still says there's like this much left. That's so true. Like That's true. Somebody's going to stay and listen. So I, I don't care either way. I'm just letting you guys know. Yeah. I'll say pee-pee, chlamydia, don't say boner. Don't say pee-pee. I can't say pee-pee on the podcast? No, no. you can't. No saying pee-pee, pee-pee on, on the podcast? podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it makes you sound. I just named the podcast this week. Pee-pee on the podcast. Pee-pee on the podcast. Any other news you guys know of? I've, no, I'm looking at any cool. There's nothing big here. Video news, video games... Mass Effect 2. Mass Effect 2 is big, although I know nothing about it. Yeah, it's probably. Uh, Mandalorian's on uh, oh, yeah, Clone Wars. Yeah. They have a Mandalorian. Let's, let's see what Bleeding Cool has to say. 
What about Newsarama? Oh, I forgot. Uh, there's been oh. a diamond truck accident. Oh, no. Marvel comics are going to be delayed and allocated this week. Oh, so the, the accident they've just had affects next Wednesday? Can we talk about... that time? isn't going to make it to every store. Wow. It's going to be under ship. Can we talk about how DC gives out rings and Marvel gives out shitty uh, Avengers cards? Yeah. Yeah, way to compete there, Marvel. Yeah, but you you didn't have to buy anything wow. to get your shitty Avengers. Sure, that, sure, but that, uh, it's still a shitty Oh, we should card. talk about the Flash ring and about how the Green Lantern ring is just the same Green Lantern ring you've already got. Yeah, well, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Um, Are we going to read the letter from last week? Yes, I've got that okay. up. Okay. I'm trying to think what else. Yeah. Flash ring looks really cool. Oh, what was... Can I, you, if they deliver on that one. design... I buy three copies so that Goodson can have one yeah. and my son can have one. Derek, no, that one looks much more detailed than any of the other ones. And if they just do, if they just do injection plastic and don't do all that coloring, it's going to be disappointing. What What was the flap with Obama bumping the Lost premiere? Well, we, didn't. we talked about that actually a couple weeks ago. The Lost premiere was supposed to the State of the Union speech was supposed to be originally the same scheduled night as for. The so he bumped Tuesday. it up a week. So he pushed up. Really? Wow. Yeah. Apparently, Michelle and the girls are big fans of Lost. Either that or ABC said, "Hey." There, I just cursed again. I know you did. So, um, oh, I know Guy Ritchie left. Uh, but it was more of an ethnic thing. Oh, Lobo, thing. right. That Lobo. was big news. To do a Sherlock Holmes sequel. <laughs> did you see it? No, I didn't see it. It's, okay. a, good movie. it's a good movie. Wow. <laughs> you know what's really cool about the movie, that movie? It's the soundtrack is awesome. I picked that up the other is day. It? Yeah, it's all that, that high ding, 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 ding. It's, it's, not, like, it's not like bumbling detective music. Like, no, bum, bum, it's, it's, it's really... Bum, bum, bum. It's kind of like mystery of the time music, uh, harpsichord. I hated that uh, stupid movie. (laughs) I'm sorry, I didn't see it. Try not to. (laughs) But this never stopped uh, before. My mama was... Can we talk about how um, Mel Gibson's motivation for Edge of Darkness to be so angry in his head, he just kept saying... Did you see his Jimmy Kimmel story video? Story video? Yeah, he was on the he was on Jimmy Kimmel this week, and he did. Uh, he was on Jimmy Kimmel. He and Jimmy Kimmel become friends because Jimmy Kimmel actually had him do the Colonel Sanders story. What? So like the vengeance thing where all these chickens had killed his wife on the southern You're, plantation. What? Like, Mel Gibson? It's hilarious. I have to look this, this up. Time, it's personal. He's like going after chicken. <laughs> Feathers everywhere. So he did the Kimmel story. It's Kimmel. And he just put himself in like this fat suit. He's like, I'm Jimmy Kimmel. I'm Jimmy Kimmel. Wow. I didn't know Kimmel had pull. Oh, it's hilarious. And it's just kind of a, what the fuck? Are they I, doing crazy? I think I can pull this up too. Hang on. I'll bet it's still on this. One other new. Okay, so Edge of Darkness came out. Did you see that or no? I didn't. I can't. It was. I heard it was a BBC miniseries, which supposedly they sent to me. Didn't get it. Um, does anybody buy the paper Marvel guides anymore? I mean, damn, why don't they just. You know, they're coming out with the volumes of. Uh, Index the Marvel Ooh. Universe kind of stuff, and they've done that four or five times already. I love those when I was a kid. When I was a kid, so they didn't kids have the them. internet then. Wiggly Piggly, the Jimmy Kimmel story. Mm. Uh, <coughs> the guy used to like headline the Tonight Show, Letterman. Now he's begging for scraps on Kimmel. Do we have enough? Do we have enough for a show? I think we do. I have number one. I was trying to sell it on eBay. Now, I'll, hopefully, after the movie comes, I'll be able to get a good price for it. The losers. 
you know, the number one graphic novel or the number one no, comic? Number one issue. Yeah. Tim, do you have a picture of your lady that we could all look at? Unfortunately, no, because it appears that she's blocked me on Facebook. What? <laughs> No, I'm not joking about this. Already? Yeah. Did you not call her today? No, she... Yes. Yes, I did. You did call her? <laughs> you got to do the next day call, dude. Makes them feel less trashy. You have phones? Not yet. You got to do the hey, or at least the text. Had a great time last night. I'll talk to you later. You don't do that. You're in the doghouse. Let me get Troy's letter up, too. Troy Benson. Ding. Hey, did you do all our levels? I was starting to. I do mine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Please don't put that in the outtakes. Thank you. Well, what happened was they organized in small under, interconnecting tunnels under the city, and then oh, they what I don't to, like they tried to take her out that way. But. The Punjabi sticks on South First, <laughs> I find the them tiger awkward. pits. The tiger find, pits on Market. I, I, I find those awkward. Little trouble. There's Punjabi sticks that's on that's South pretty, First. That's, that's pretty close to the school. Yeah, and so you know when I walk over to you know say when uh, they bend the tree branch back with the spikes. Um, okay, that's got that's me a more bur- than that's once. a Burmese yeah. tiger you know, it's trap. Fool me once, yeah. shame on you. Fool me twice, shame I'm dead because yes, the Punjabi stick. Right it, it, it yeah. totally did, yeah. and you can't get off. Are you talking about the spikes on the thing? Yes, that's not Punjabi, is it? No, no, no Punjabi, Punjabi is the, the ones just stuck oh, okay. in the bottom of the tiger trap. Because that's I've always learned that and smeared with feces as a Burmese tiger trap. There's a difference. Uh, well, no, the Burmese that's, did it, but also uh, that's got many. more mint. Yeah, and, and more tiger so actually. Okay. Now you wouldn't exactly, like, but more tiger. We don't want to talk about what part. Tiger mint. Tiger, uh, tiger. And after there, tiger you, claw. And Wait, after after that, you're you're good for tiger at least four uppercut. hours. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Any longer though, you should see a physician. Exactly. <laughs> Just to brag. Really, tell everybody. Doctors you know. love those stories. <laughs> I know. It's All right, really? you ready to do this I, or what? I, I think I Are we think good? So. Hello. I think, I think so. Let it be a surprise. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Let's go. Thanks, Mo. We're all in tune. There's one, there's one evil person in the world who is actually causing <clears throat> all the rest. All right. Yeah. The root. And That's, his name is Jesus. No. <laughs> you can cut that out. Jesus Ramirez? Hey, Seuss. Yes. Next Can you somehow capture the horror on my face? <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking Hollywood. Well, Mel Gibson Hollywood. No, wait. No. <laughs> I, I may need to take a little break from lawn right now. What? Looks <laughs> like I've been drinking a lot of Coke. Cereal. I didn't say... Oh, okay, but anyway. Hey, speaking of... Uh, no, no, not speaking of anything. Um, Kick-Ass... And go. whatever girl is spending the night. <laughs> Your hand. What? Uh, uh, okay. Don't talk about Betty like that. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, That's going to be cut out, right? I did one point. <laughs> Maybe. Um, on. Uh, so It's so, too weird. <laughs> we've reached a very strange <laughs> moment in the podcast. Uh, that, that next week, uh, actually, there's been an accident. Lawn, I'm coming for your soul.